Welcome to Poppin' Off, a special episode of Bubbles and Books, where we pop off with some of the most interesting, intelligent, wonderful, amazeballs people in our community. I'm opening the champagne because we've already been drinking tonight and we got to keep it going because we have a very important recording session to do for Bubbles and Books. And I will say that it is now... What the fuck we time don't have is a clock. It's approximately 11. <laughs> it's 1041 10, p.m. And our asses it have is been 941 up. 941 <laughs> p.m. in Iowa. Ooh, that was a nice pop. It's 941 <laughs> p.m. in Iowa. And Amanda and I's asses have been up since 3 a.m. Just your asses. I set my alarm. Yeah, poor Rachel. She's right here. Let's get started. Cheers. Cheers. This special on-location episode of Bubbles and Books. In Brooklyn, New York, <laughs> after <laughs> after a day of bookstore hopping, day one, day, day, one, one. day one that started at 2 a.m., 2.15 a.m. for Amanda, for the rest of you, whatever, you got up when you got up. I got up at 3 a.m. 3 a.m., 3.30, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's fucking early. That's it's, a- and it's fucking late. But we're well, the reason, the reason why we're still up, we're still drinking is because we had the most amazing dinner with Pedro Ramirez, one of our, like, we have to get into the details of how he is connected to our bookstore family, but one of our deeply rooted bookstore friends and a dog pack subscriber and a huge supporter of Doggard Books and a man with incredibly good taste in books because we've been talking books all night long and too much hype. Yeah. No, 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 no. The podcast won't do it justice. The best set of teeth and smile. Uh, and the deepest dimple. The deepest dimple you've ever seen. I will also add. Apparently you can fit a ten a, a dime inside here. Can you hold oh, it? Have you dime? I bet you Well, could. no. One of my friends was like, oh, I, I bet it could fit in a dime. And they were like, oh, you can. Let's try a quarter. And I was like, okay, you're, you're taking it too far. All right. I'm not I mean, a slot machine. We're, so, we're right. holding it a dime. Right? Maybe also, like, if it fits a quarter, damn, like, this, this dimple's deep. Like, I don't want to know. So I'll also add that we are recording from the home of my sister, Lindsay, who I talk about Woo-woo. all the time on the podcast. Lindsay Burke, an artist, artist. a lover of literature. It informs her work as a painter, and she's also one of the greatest supports in my life. So, Lindsay, welcome Aww. to the podcast. Thank you. And we are all drinking bubbles because that's the way we roll here. Um, so thank you for participating. So let's just get into it. But wait, what's the bottle? Yes, the bottle is picked up from your corner bookstore, Liquid Asset. No, it's not the bookstore. Your corner liquor store, Liquid Asset. Same same difference. (laughs) Bubbles and books, hello, interchangeable. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, they deal in books. Doctor books. No, they deal in bubbles. They deal in bubbles. We deal in books. I know. I'm sorry. But it's actually from France because, you know, we're in New York, so they have a greater (laughs) access point to things that travel by ocean. So this is a French sparkling wine that we have never tried before. Domaine de Montborgo. Okay, so this is just some fancy French champagne that we got from (laughs) the Liquid Assets Wine Bodega in Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn because... Look at you knowing all your terms. I know. Right? 
Mm. We have to review because our listeners of Bubbles and Books have have never met Pedro before. Pedro might have been a dropped reference in previous episodes. Yeah, I've definitely mentioned him before. He's part of our your story, our story, and he's a subscriber. But let's bring everyone into the fold. Pedro, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here, oh, man? Explain that's, that's yourself. Simple. <laughs> Rachel. The thing, that's it. Yeah, Drop besides right. the fact that he has a really good well, smile. I actually <laughs> lo- love the story of you and Rachel's friendship because I think it's a great example of community that can form yeah. around books. 100%. And so tell us about how you came to know each other because here's the crazy thing. You've been talking about Pedro since the whole time I've known you, but tonight is actually the first time you've ever met in person. Yeah. This is like seriously... A Hallmark, like it's a Hallmark friendship movie, friendship movie yeah. episode. It's so cute. So I was tell there. us while we sit and listen. Yeah, tell us about how you met. Thank you, Bookstagram. <laughs> Honestly, for sure. Yeah. Who discovered who first? I feel I like you, I this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I, I discovered uh, Rachel because like I was uh, joining Bookstagram. Um, and for those afterwards. that aren't aware of like what Bookstagram is, it's Instagram, but just like the community on there that specifically talks about books and anything bookish related. And what motivated you before you discovered Rachel? What motivated you to participate in Bookstagram? Because everyone, uh, everyone <laughs> picks up the next hey. social media, but what was it that made you say like I want to do book stuff on Instagram? Uh, it was all about that Riverhead tote bag. Oh for me. my god! For me, I was just like, I gotta have it. It was like Riverhead. So it's a, a publisher. publisher. It's a book publisher, and like they honestly publish like excellent writers. I was just you like, you do you he I uh, love over, Riverhead. I'm right like, okay. And I I I mean like quote unquote have known Pedro for six years now, and all of the most of the books that he's ever recommended me were river, uh, Riverhead books. And the then best. I would be like, oh, this book, blah, blah, He's like, oh, it's a Riverhead book. Yeah, mm-hmm, I'm aware. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's in the know. He so loves their, a like, A little side publishing. tangent, why do we love them? Because I can tell you in my own words, but why are you attracted to Riverhead books? I think it's, like, the editors. They they know what they're doing with the, the authors. You can see it in the in the works, in the, uh, the novels that they um, present to the readers. Um... The way you, there's a sense of family just from the get-go that um, once you're in the know of who they are, you're like, I got to get all their books. Uh, like their recommendations are, or the books that they push are the ones that I want to uh, be in the know. And yeah, I, 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 I they're think very original. They're not, they there's not, they're not following a cliche and like you said about the family feeling, like there's an intimacy in so many of these Riverhead books that like they're quirky and unique and unusual and surprising. What would you say some of your favorite Riverhead published books are? I mean, from the get go, I think Fates and Furies uh, was one that was pushed out to readers a lot and just put Lauren Groff out in the world in terms of um being recognized getting her books uh that were um her backlist like like readers were like oh i need to read this because lauren groff was uh wrote this book and people are i have to say like good for you because 
however many years ago that is now that you discovered Lauren Groff, people are just, people who enjoy literary books, enjoy fiction, love knowing what's happening in the world, like know about Lauren. But the broader reading public has kind of like figured out who she is just now. I just read Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> and what I'm we love. Yeah. No, but no. I, and I would say not even at Matrix level. The most recent, Ellen, you just read it. And what and was your review of it? Right it? Now. Mm-hmm. The Vaster Wilds. And you were like, I need people to read this because this is so messed up. I need to talk to someone about it. I think it's a person who has perfected her craft and mm-hmm. she's gonna she's not gonna use it to please the audience she's doing something different with it and so I think if you are a person who values craft she is a writer you should absolutely be reading so Pedro was chasing the riverhead high for sure decided to join bookstagram to curry favor and get the swag <laughs> from Riverhead. All about the swag. Yeah, we do I remember it too. those days, early bookstagram, you just are in it for the contest and trying to win all the books you can. Yeah. I mean, it is the Scholastic High that everyone references. We want, sure. we want the books. We want the books before everyone else has the books. But you would probably agree, bookstagram seven, six years ago is not bookstagram post-pandemic because in mm-hmm. the pandemic, a lot of people at home not a lot to do. It was like, I mean, it was already a saturated environment, but then you got like thousands and thousands and thousands of other people in the same space. So you got, how did you guys specifically connect? Yeah. Tell us about that journey. Um, so as one does when they're scrolling in the internet, I think accounts start popping up and, uh, Mm -hmm. Rachel's, uh, uh, showed up more than the pages. I think, first of all, brilliant. Love that. Uh, the candle. Okay, but no. Shout out moment books. here, Pedro. Pretty what is books. your handle? <laughs> pretty much books. Pretty much books. But that I did it because, like, so I did it in a way where it was like, kind of like you know, like I I I feel like I'm shy to an extent to where like I'm like, if someone were to ask me, what's your Instagram? It's like, oh well, it's pretty much books, and then it's like. <laughs> That they can go like, oh, uh, okay, well then, that's okay. Well, and then I'm like, no, but like. That's the handle. That's the handle. So it's not like, you know, I'm brushing off your thing. You know, like, so like I was kind of like leaning towards that. But eventually like I couldn't pull it off where like that was my answer. It was like literally I was giving them my handle is pretty much book. So it's like, damn, like I can't even like play off that. uh you can't little, even execute your vision. Right, exactly. My, exactly. Damn it. It's all about the vision. And so, uh, but yeah, so it's, and also it starts with the P. So I was just like, yeah, P for Pedro, pretty much books. Oh, so, like, your that. preschool teacher would be so proud to hear my alliteration. <laughs> your letters. Oh, that's the poet in me, okay? Alliteration goes a long way. It does. And I like, like a good alliteration. Good. Like, trust me, it, it, people <laughs> like it. Love some well placed alliteration. <laughs> I, but so basically to answer the question, (laughs) he followed you that and like started just interacting with socials and stuff. And then my sister and I were like, Oh, Hey, this person is like actually being genuine. But how did your relationship go to the next level? Cause that's like the thing, like you you talked about, like you you engaged, you responded to each other's posts. You were fans of each other's content, but like we're in New York. Like he bought me a sweater 
because he's your friend in, when there was a sample sale in New York. He sent me a birthday gift like four years ago, too. Yeah. So, so she did, both too. She did, too. Yay, Capricorn. Yeah. Different like Capricorn, though. <laughs> yeah, we would like chat here and there mm-hmm. and do different things. Yeah. But actually, the funny thing is, I don't even think it's it's within the last year that we first exchanged even phone numbers. Yes. Because there was wow. something I was like, why don't you just text me? I was like, I don't know. It <laughs> seemed weird. I'm like, this person is my friend. And when you're through social media, people get to know you through a different extent and in mm-hmm. a different way. And they genuinely even know you. I feel like I mean, you guys are like cousins you, seeing you in person. Know you. Like you yeah. know my each other so well. <laughs> like it's like seriously like family. It's like, oh, I know you know, your sister, your nephew and all these different. Yeah. But going back to Ellen's point, like that's the beauty of books mm-hmm. and what we do at Dog Your Books, but also what people do across the country with Bookstagram. Um, and, and that's how I met some of my best friends, even yeah. in the Des Moines area is just through the hashtag Iowa Bookstagram. We like all started finding each other. So yeah, and it's hard to my make mom friends, friends. As an adult and you find this community. It's like, oh, hey, this person likes and is interested in what I'm interested in too. Yeah. We wouldn't have Dog Your Books if Ellen and I hadn't connected over our love We weren't trying books. to take down the NRA as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. Hey. Here, here. Multi-friars. Down with. Fuck those guys. Yeah, down um, with NRA. But I think books are really the great connector because when you think we are all readers and we like probably enjoy different types of reading, um, but I think it's probably fair to say that we all read because it like puts us in touch with our most like real and um, honest human selves, right? Books speak to our experiences and they help us see experiences that aren't our own. And when you start connecting with someone about books, you're connecting with them on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. just talking about the book because it's not baseball because, guys. Because, <laughs> because the book, if you love a book, it, it, it spoke Go some Cardinals. truth to you. It, 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 it means something to you to love a book. Mm-hmm. So when I'm talking to someone about why I love a book and they also love a book, we're connecting in an intimate way. And when someone's willing to share what they love and why it's so important to them about a book with you, that's like very personal. So like that's like very honor feeling. <laughs> like I feel honored. Like, holy crap. It's sharing a part of, part of yourself and like this person's trusting me with knowing that aspect of who they are. So what yeah. books have you guys agreed upon or disagreed upon over the years? Can you think of any? Christina Lauren. Well, I'm like, I'm like, the first one's Roomies that comes to mind because it's like our two little world, worlds melding. Okay, tell tell the listeners about why Roomies represents your friendship. Well, she's from Iowa. The, the female lead yes. is from Iowa. And... And the plot takes place in Hell's Kitchen. Where, like, where Kendra lives. A lot of references. Yeah. Like, I was just like turning the page. It was just like, like, like imagining like if Rachel was my real life friend, like, like right there. And just he like, took me on a virtual walk through like the path of like the book and where all the places she would have stopped along and like where she would have seen him like busking playing his instrument and everything so it was like really cool yeah that was like a long time did christina lauren talk at all about the inspiration for that book because i know they did they live in new york at any point no i asked them years and years ago like i think i dm'd them and i was like 
why Iowa? Because that's always my first question. Like mm-hmm. one of my favorite books is <laughs> mine too. Mine too. I'm, like, I'm like, oh my god, I feel so special. Iowa's mentioned, but like one of my favorite books is The Royal We, and that's also she's from Iowa. Yes. Princess Kate. So it's like incognito is from of Iowa. Iowa. We're a flyover mm-hmm. state, so I I can't even remember why. Oh, I know why. Um, Lauren, her roommate in college was from Ames. So, no. oh yes, yeah. that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. why they came to visit us. So you agree like a little completely connection. on Christina Lauren specifically roomies, but in general, you're both equal fans. Mm-hmm. Um, are there actually? Any other- I have a Goodreads tag that are all my books that I've buddy read with Pedro. Okay, so we've allegedly read ten books together, mm-hmm. which ninety percent are Christina Lauren. Oh, <laughs> we read Alexis Dara. He sent me. Mm-hmm. You had me at Ola. Um, by Alexis Daria. I really liked that one. Mm. Fiona and Jane. Oh, shit. Oh, that, that was book, a good short story. That one. Well, that's it's just, not really a short story No, it's short stories and novels that we were just talking about. Novel that. and stories. Novel and stories. Hey, novel. there it is. Yeah. Oh, How to Do Nothing, I Wanted to Punch the Wall. I think you enjoyed that one. I did not. <laughs> I mean, it was a... I didn't enjoy it as much as I took a, a lot from it, but it was a tough read. It was very academic. But like, we it was had more to, academic we had to than I prefer. It. Yeah. It wasn't a romance novel. Let's just say that. It's yeah. just like, we, 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 gotta, we have to think about it. Neither was Fiona and Jane, but, but that I was, like a good academic novel, but that one was very, like, I felt like I was like working hard to get through it. Now, Pedro, you have a job in the hospitality business. You also now work at McNally Jackson, one of New York's finest independent <laughs> booksellers who they have three locations correct uh five in total five what the hell yeah, i know in i feel the like airport, right well that doesn't i don't think they count it as a location but it is like a like a like a Part reference their, point yeah like, so five <laughs> locations this extra little place Let to this roll. <laughs> yeah. your location is in rockefeller yes and um what have you so primarily you've worked in the hospitality industry you have expanded your love of reading your passion and hobby of participating in the bookstagram world and just this lifelong love of reading into a extra part-time job have you enjoyed being a bookseller what have you enjoyed about it do you have any crazy ass stories to share with us? Because those are our favorites. I want to know. Because they're New Yorkers. We like you're anonymous. You can tell us your crazy shit. If you like books, do you also like being a bookseller? Yeah, let's start there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think. You, I think for me, w- one of the things that carries me through life is enthusiasm. So, like, mm-hmm. um, if, if I meet someone else that has that similar type of level of genuine care for an interest of, of something, whether it be books, whether it be sports, whether it be art, whether it be um, just the simple act of living. I think at the end of the day, like you feel that and it's just like good energy that you just want to vibe with. And so like for me, book selling, once I see that customer and they're like, I need this book. I heard about this author. And then I'm just like, Hey, I heard about this author too. They're my favorite. <laughs> so you're on a good track. And it's just like that type of like, it's so good. Isn't like, 
Do you get a lot of time for hand selling? I do if there's not a long line and if I'm not in the cash register. So like if I'm in the cash register and there's no long line and they have a book that I I consider like amazing, I'm gonna, I'm going to talk them a little bit like I'm gonna do some like little small talk and go like hey like this book is amazing um or this is a book that I have on my TBR and um is that like small little chatter uh that you have with with uh, a fellow New Yorker they're going to also chat you up and say like yeah I've had it uh for the longest and it's like you can build something from it and I for example I know guess not a crazy story, but like, I know like there's a customer that has always shown up. And the moment that I've connected them with the book, they're like, Oh, is Pedro here? I'm like, I eventually like I'm working in the second floor. You're they're like, read alike. I, I, I get a message or via like the uh, intercom or whatever. They're like, yeah, uh, customers here for, for Pedro. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, yes, that's me. <laughs> okay. And then I'm just like, Oh, I've seen you before. The worst thing about it though, is I'm not good with names. So like, if I miss that name, are. I'm just like, Hey, I've seen you before. What you up to? And then it's just like, <laughs> I don't that's, know your name, but like, yeah. Let's continue this conversation. And I think it's hilarious that you're putting that pressure on yourself in a city that has so many people flow through your yeah. bookstore that you would put the pressure on yourself to remember a name when we but they struggle with it. That's like crazy. No, I've always felt like I'm good at names, but I have the same problem sometimes where like someone comes in and comes in and if I'm like checking them out at the counter and, mm -hmm. and you know, I have to ask them if they have an account with us. I'm like, I know you've mm -hmm. been here a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. I've seen you. Like, I was like that at the winery, me. 300 people sometimes. And it'd be like, I don't even know if I could pull your face, but you being in front of me, I'm like, I know what you drink. I know which order you tasted every single one of our wines. Yeah, and I, I can, can tell you, you can. which ones you were interested in, but do I know your name? Absolutely not. I will not say happening. this though, Pedro, like um, what you're talking about is, um, and I was talking with, so we at dinner, we um, also ate with our former bookseller and events coordinator, Jill, who's now here in the city. Um, but I was telling her, like, uh, she asked me what was surprising about New York. And I have always just, thought that New Yorkers were probably assholes because <laughs> that's are. how <laughs> that's how it's portrayed, right? It's like they don't care, but you know, like you come here and people are rude to you. And that has not been my experience today. I mean, I've only been here one day, but Aww. I have not that has not been I was saying that earlier to Lindsay. That, that's not that's not the way I've been interacted with. They look so. annoyed when they have to go around you to take a photo, but they're still not walking through. Yeah, your well, I'm photo. annoyed if I have to go. But around. no, like they still would like stop and be like oh, huff about it, or they go around, but that's still a consideration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. That's all you can ask for so sometimes. New York is a nice, much nicer city than I, I guess, was thinking. Well, we're that in it was. Brooklyn, so. Yeah, maybe Manhattan's a little Manhattan is a little different. I was just gonna okay, say. Okay, well, we'll see. You know, is Brooklyn the Midwest of New York? I think so. Yeah, I mean, Manhattan. You have the business people, Wall Street, uh, downtown. You have um, in Midtown. You have these uh, tall buildings that uh, keep the wind around. So, like, I don't know. Maybe it gets to people's heads, and you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just get, making up excuses at, at this point. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think everyone has. It, everyone knows what respect is. Everyone knows what it takes to be considerate. It's whether or not they choose to act on it. And um, it all depends on the day. Like you just don't know what that person is feeling. And so if they do something 
that is rude it's or really mean. About them. <laughs> like it's all it's all about them, and it's just like you just gotta kind of like go like okay, like that's fine. Like let me just move on on my merry day, and yeah. because the moment that you retaliate is just uh, takes that energy from you, and it's you don't want that. I, at least I don't want that because I want to go to work or to my day in a good mood. The moment that I lose it, I'm just like, why did I let that happen to me? You know? And it's really, it has happened to me. And I'm just like, Oh, like I know that moment. I'm just like, Ooh. Yeah. You're like, why did, why did I let that like change the course of my mood for the whole day? Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. In your book selling days in, in reflecting on thus far, 2023, what is the book that you wish everyone would pick up and would read? Or what is the book that you just really celebrate having enjoyed reading this year? Oh, perfect. I love this question because I, so this happened where like I was closing um, the bookstore and it was like two minutes left. This um, old uh, elderly couple comes in. This guy goes like, um, recommend me this the book that you want like i'll buy it like just tell me which book do you you want me to buy i was like i love this question like okay get right by sarah rosetter and i basically like give him my small talk which i guess i will do right now because, yes do it because um, i haven't heard it. of it go so, um so it's basically takes in uh takes place in the tech industry in the west uh we have our uh main fem- um main character a woman who's trying to, um, what's it called? Just trying to do better than uh, the patriarchal society that she's in. Um, she also has this black hole that is following her. And whether or not you take it as a literal or a figurative thing, that's on you. Um, but it's uh, it's just, it, it speaks on like the work culture that one is in in yeah. today's society, but also it speaks on depression i think it speaks on just depression pressure like all the like the things that one has to do to live a good life not just for themselves but also for their families or the way their families want them to live Mm -hmm. their life and for me i just think it's a novel that um it i um so when I first got the advanced reader copy of the book, um, in the letter, it mentioned that like this bookseller was able to sell her first novel a hundred times. And I was just like, I want to do that for this novel, especially mm-hmm. after having read it. I want to do that right now. I have personally hand sold that book only three times. What That's not again. Okay. You just sold it to me. Yeah. Ripe by Z- Sarah. Oh, right. Oh. Ripe by it's Sarah. The pomegranate seeds. Yeah, pomegranate. Yeah. yeah. So okay. by Actually, Sarah Rose Edder. I, I, that cover is very eye-catching. Yeah. So that's um. Yeah. Just we'll buy it at McNally Jackson tomorrow. Yeah. You don't even. But have... we have to buy it at his location. Okay. <laughs> We're going to we'll Rockefeller Plaza. Okay. No, no. I we'll say... do the we'll do the Today Show. Hold up a sign and be like dog-eared books with you, and then go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just love that book because that author. I've also got to meet the author. I went to her uh, launch event. She's very nice. I think one of the coolest things that can happen when you have that reader and author connection is like. 
just like those small moments when they appreciate you. So like when there was a line forming up, I didn't know where the starting line was. So I just sort of like accidentally skipped the line. I didn't mean to, but like, and so like the person that was, um, um, orchestrating the whole event at, at the Strand, um, which you guys well, will we go. Right? I think hey. we go tomorrow. I can't remember. So it's yeah, on 14th Street, um, and or 10th Street, um, but yeah. So they were orchestrating it, and they're like, "Oh no, you have to go to the back of the line." I was like, "All right," and like the author just stopped me, and she's like, "Oh, Pedro, no, 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 no," uh, oh like and stopped me, like, "Oh, I got you. Sign my book." And then like, I was like, can I get a picture? She was super nice, allowed me to like take the time, even though like there was a line forming, which I felt extremely bad for skipping. But at the same time, like you understand, like she understands that I didn't mean to. And she also took the time to like do that extra step because like I already told her I've read the book, but I wanted to get the official copy yeah. signed and yeah. um and just to have a picture to commemorate the event and I think that's special. Like yeah. I got that 100%. from from her. I got that from Lauren Groff when I've gone to her events. Ada Limone, a poet. Yeah. So like those are those are your um the moments that you live for, I think, as a reader. Yeah. I am like so like sour with jealousy right now listening to you talk about do you feel like you kind of have this amazing wealth of access to authors and I mean they all live here apparently they all live in Brooklyn where we are right now I feel like if we went outside and yelled somebody please I'm having a book emergency I need an author like someone would come running Yes, but will they be the author that you want? That's my I don't question. Know. I don't know. It's like, oh, they I all, did not ask for you. They get all have, get out of here. But do you have, I mean, you know, you're friends with Rachel. She <gasps> lives in Iowa. Like you kind of, you're a little spoiled. I am spoiled. I think <laughs> this friendship, me being here in this circle, yeah, 100% spoiled. No, but I mean, like, no, not the, you coming. The, no, here. not I us. I was nodding my it's, head. You no. live here. You are born and raised in New York. I mean, there are so many great things in the city of New York that, you know, there's Broadway, there's food, there are cocktail lounges, there is an immense diversity of people and cultures that you can learn from. Um, there's a lot more than that, but like, my personal jealousy is that you live in the epicenter of the world's great literature. I mean, that's a little American English bias that, you know, we have this publishing industry that's all hyper-focused out of New York, but you live in the epicenter of the great American literature right now. And I think that's so cool. Like, you work at one of the city's greatest booksellers. Um so Lauren Groff has been a highlight for you. Um, Ada Lamone, um, getting to talk to your, the author of Ripe. Have there been any other authors, illustrators, moments in the bookstore that have been fun for you? I love your questions. Let me just start with that. Like, it's like you just hit the right buttons and I'm just like, this is such a good question. Um, Yes. Uh, so I think for me, what started like 
this whole journey of reading, of being a literary person is um, definitely poetry. Um, I could, like one of my first staff picks for uh, the bookstore was Adrian Matika's um, poetry collection called The Big Smoke. And it's um, it it centers around the first uh, black African American boxer, heavyweight champion of the world. He was the very best, but because of racism, he had to um, deal with um, just a lot of hate, a lot of just people trying to dethrone him, not because he was the best, but because they're like, no, we need a white savior person there to take the throne and they couldn't beat him like and he was just the best because he was the best um he was also fully ingrained in the american culture in the in terms of like he loved the uh like all materialism stuff like he loved women he loved um he loved just living lavishly and i just think that spoke a lot about America now to me, especially, but there was one poem, like, so I was in my senior year of uh, college and my creative writing professor um, informed me that this auth- this uh, poet was going to become a, t- uh, was trying out for, a, to be a, a professor at the school and wanted us to meet him. And I, didn't know him but I did look up his poem and one of his poems really spoke to me um and it was just that it was simple as that like it takes one line for me to be invested for me to speak with him and he said um when we spoke with him in like this round table at like just eating breakfast he's like yeah yeah. you want to be a better person a better reader read more books and I was just like all right, I'm I'm going to read more books, and that that's my origin story right there. That's what we say every freaking day at Dog Eared Books. Like, reading makes us better people. It makes us better able to care for one another, better able to understand ourselves and other people's experiences. So, that no, oh, I love it so much. Thank you for sharing that anecdote. Of course, and I'll. I'll let you know what the poem is because I don't have it in the top. It'll of my be head. in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love this. This I, I heard this in the podcast. Yeah. It's we like put it Rachel, in the show notes. Uh, Rachel will Rachel. have to clean up her mess for us. <laughs> we'll have poetry and uh, books galore. Thanks for joining us for this special episode of Popping Off with Dog-Eared Books. Be sure to like, subscribe and comment if you enjoyed this. And if you know of someone we should interview on a future popping off, DM us in our social media.